take a seat in your coziest chair. Pour yourself a mug of stout black coffee, and once you are ready, let's go on a voyage. Whiskerboy was not built for spy work. Information was his whole life, sure, but he preferred to do his lying while on a remote beach somewhere, setting false paper trails by messenger elemental and lapping up bowls of fresh cream. So it was with great reluctance that he leapt from the dock away from the two Sea Watch birds. Much a nosy no-good nothings in his opinion. All the Sea Watch was good for was making other people's lives more difficult. He ran past a temple to the local elemental lord, which the people of these island chains worshipped, Daughter, the Sea Serpent Mother. They offered some healing services, which he briefly considered, since he did get doused with some water before escaping the sinking ship, how am I feeling? But these water elemental temples never knew how to heal a fire elemental like himself, so he passed them by. So too did he pass by a weather station, where the local forecaster was complaining that some hotshot weather mage has stolen his balloon and taken off without a second word. All his contraptions were going haywire as well. It was like someone was messing with his weather readers, saying that the only thing forecasted for every day from tomorrow until the end of time is fog. He busted past the dockmaster's hut at the end of the southern pier, and watched as the heavily tattooed dockmaster uh, said without hesitation that one of the ships in the harbor was totally broken, not sailing, named Come at me, you daft cur, since it seemed the soul of the ship was dying. The only other ship in the harbor, named How Am I Feeling, the ship from which Mr. Whiskerboy had just escaped, had just blasted their north dock half to shreds. And of course, the final ship in the harbor was already leaving. Pick me up some kippers and eggs, darling. A grand old ship with an elk-horned rhinoceros for a maiden head it had already taken off from the dock and was headed east, away from the fog. It had already left the dock, but if he just stretched, and then he leaped, and with a cough and a sputter, he was in the water, overboard, clawing at the ship as it sailed away from him. Mr. Whiskerboy was not built for spy work. But just as he was making his peace with Mo Daughter, what a great old elemental, he was saying, oh please, oh please, oh please save me, he felt the warmth of a fiery bite pick him up by the scruff of his neck. He smiled up at the face of his rescuer and extended a paw. Charmed to meet you. My name's Whiskerboy, just escaped from prison. What's yours? The growl came back, low but reassuring. Sonny, escaped from prison, did you? We did too. Welcome to the gang, Whiskers. Welcome to the Artsy Boys. My name is Ben Schiffler, and I am your Dungeon Master. Meanwhile, the five of you are shopping. Shopping for clothes that are not diapers, nor pillows, nor scrubs. There is a fine tailor in town who is able to custom make uh, clothing to your size, build, and 
specifications, um, which is pretty necessary since a lot of people of different sizes and creeds and classes and races come through this port. Uh, so I'd love to know, what are you wearing? Fishnet stockings. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good start. Good start. Well, uh, I am used to a certain level of finery based on my upbringing. So uh, I would like some just nicely tailored, like, sort of uh, red and gold uh, uh, colored stuff. Just kind of a nice suit. How expensive is that going to be? Expensive. We don't have the money for that, do we? Do we? Does your family have a tab? You guys have from selling the... The you sold your black onyx statue of a cat um, off your ship uh, to an interested local manor owner who liked black onyx statues, as well as uh, your strange magical pulsing sphere with all the wrong colors um, to a local tinker. And uh, from the two of them, you have uh, around let's say two hundred and thirty gold pieces. And some of that's going to the. Boat repairs, right? Boat no? repairs are going to take 120 gold, uh, was their estimate. So we have 110 left over? Mm-hmm. So we have 20 and change per person. Then That's I should probably walk back my statement of what clothes I would be getting, because a suit on the order of what I would like costs in the like multiple hundreds to a thousand Range. Yeah, Good a lot money. of that would be in the cloth, probably. You could probably uh, hand over your incredibly expensive, fancy, or l- rare, I don't know if it's expensive, but the old uh, dragon rider uh, outfit that you had from last time, if you wanted them to uh, use that cloth to make your suit. That sounds like an excellent idea. Um, what color were those? Uh, uh, those are definitely like red, uh, like a deep maroon with probably like gold toggles okay what are toggles? that's close to- like buttons but yeah ben what, what wood toggles i guess mm-hmm. so yeah, they're like, just wood you buttons? Like, so like, put them through like a little like, loop that keeps i'm guessing it tight decorative buttons chest, oh that thing is that actually called a toggle it is in the no. knight's tail absolutely <laughs> Wait, really absolutely yeah they call that's it a true. toggle in the knight's tail what okay well anyway um yeah so that's close enough like my family's colors are basically that but Instead of the maroon, sort of, uh, sort of an ash gray, uh, mm. sort of the colors of the phoenix. Sure. Um, uh, but but that's close enough. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them to use that material and uh, and rework it into a finely tailored suit. I am Avalon Veristinia, elven barbarian, and I'm voiced by Connor. I I would Excellent. like more details about your suit, if possible. Are you talking like? I, do you have a jacket? Like a suit jacket? No. So think like all all the pieces of like a three piece suit minus the jacket. So there's like, uh, like a vest. so like like a collared shirt went up, but like a, a a nice a nice vest that goes uh, over it. And um, are you wearing like slacks? Yes. Um, yes, absolutely. I do I not like wear it. armor. Very nice. Because as a barbarian, like for some reason, I don't have to. As soon, sorry, as, you, as soon as you go into a rage, are you going to, like, damage those? Oh, probably. Okay. <laughs> Fair. Oh, yeah. yeah there, there's no way these things are staying staying nice for long. But, you know. Uh, 
I'm wearing, I'll, I'm, I'm going and I get like a nice, real thick wool overcoat that like kind of goes down to my thighs. It's got like a bit of a collar you can pull up around your neck. Uh, it's burgundy with a brown accent. I wear a leather belt around the waist over the coat. I got some leather breeches. I got a red scarf that I wrap around my neck underneath the overcoat. Uh, I got some new boots, and I got my same old gray cowboy hat. It's nice. uh, it's simple, it's practical, it keeps me warm when I'm sleeping out under the stars. I'm Virgil Badwater, and I'm voiced by Jake. Does your fire ant have any clothing, or is it just a little what? bug? Uh, Becky's own natural. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no, like bow tie for back here. What kind of clothing would a fire ant wear? Oh, a little hat. All kinds. A little dress. A little hat. Six yeah. little shoes. Oh. <laughs> um, I still have my hat on me. That's like the only position, like only article of clothing I have left from before I was imprisoned. So I toss my hat, which is like kind of like a sailor's hat with a little tassel at the top. And I say, I just like go, can you just match this except in a different color? <laughs> um, and what I get is basically my somewhat approximate to my old uniform, but in different colors. So it's not super apparent um, that I was from the Navy, but it has like the makings and stylings. Of, so there's pretty lightweight. It's like a, like a tunic type thing with a sash, um, some pants and like kind of uh, slip on shoes. Um, I also commissioned them a scarf uh, so I can wrap it around my hat so people don't recognize me right off the bat. Um, I am Rowan Ridley, and I'm a human bard from the Navy, and I'm played by Shing. Yeah, he does a pretty fine job. This tailor seems like he knows what he's doing. And uh, uh, the transformation is pretty immediate. Um, there's a certain air of gravitas that falls back on you when you uh, lose the scrubs and get back in a more uh, official militaristic uniform, even if it isn't immediately detectable what island you're from or what navy you served. Um, from the tailor, I pick out a tan cotton tunic with a deep V in the neck that's off slightly to one side. And a big leather belt and sort of brown leather uh, britches, I suppose, and big boots. Um, I think that's that's pretty much it. So you're just kind of wearing, like, standard clothes? Yeah, pretty standard clothes. I get some, um, like, a leather armor to go over the top of it. That's a mighty uh, deep V. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Is it as a effects deep yeah it goes down to like it's not actually very deep but it's you know it's not standard hey height. man flaunt it you know if you got it flaunt it that's right yeah uh, and then as chest. effects i have uh goggles that tep- typically hang around my neck oh from, nice from my days of sand sailing mm-hmm. uh my name is flax and roan i'm a half-orc rogue played by nick i i don't need anything custom made i just find like it cheap rain poncho and and put that on and i have my rain boots that i had before and i'm wearing pants they're tight and thin i have long legs and that's it that's what i'm wearing i'm ishmael overcast i'm a elf sorcerer and i'm played by scotty 
Excellent. Uh, and with that, uh, he uh, takes probably, let's say, like uh, five gold from each of you and uh, 15 from Avalyn and uh, uh, and sends you on your merry way. Uh, it seems like he hasn't had a job this big in a while and is pretty pleased as punch to send you outside. Do we have individual gold or does some does one person have a group pot going for us? That's a good question. I mean, I already had some individual gold, but... How do you guys want to keep track of gold? I mean, I don't think we need a treasurer or anything. I think we're all trustworthy enough to just divide up treasure if we feel it's required. And, oh, okay, you know, so how how much do we how do we divide this up? We each get what? How much was there? Twenty something per person. So yeah, like twenty two per person. So that's not going to like a group boat fund or anything. We're just gonna pocket change that. I mean, is there any amenities we want to purchase for our boat? Like an espresso machine or something? I'm oh, open to suggestions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I, I there feel are like several should... kind of interesting things that are, are stocked here for boat goers. Uh, if you were looking for boat accoutrement, as it were. Like I, I feel like we should have some sort of group pot that we can do use to do things like Get future boat repairs or, like, buy food or hire a chef. We do need to get some fuel. Yeah, we need fuel. That's true. Um, How about we just pitch in half of what we currently have into the group pot and whatever half we have left is ours? Um, I'll put... Who wants to keep track of the group pot? Does anyone... I can do that. I'll call that a captain duty. Okay. Uh, duty. So if I... Had, I'll, I'll pitch in ten of mine. I only need five. I give you eight. I, I go ahead and put 10 into the pot. I put in 15. One upped. Five upped. I'll put in... Um, how much did you put in? I put in 16. Oh. <laughs> um, well, we do have a couple of hours while the ship is being repaired. We could try and acquire more money and or magical items and or fuel and or a chef. Who knows anything about... Can someone outline what's going on with this fuel situation? Does anyone know how this works? The dock master certainly would. Uh, let's right. make a trip over to the dock so we can assess uh, what equipment we have salvageable from our ship and see what we need, as well as get some uh, intel from the dock master. Yeah. What if like some of us go get some food and some of us go to the dock master? I'll go to Sounds the dock good. master. I'll go with you. Cool. I'll go get food. I'll go with Ishmael. Who wants me with them? No uh, one. <laughs> Who do you want cool. to be with? I mean, I could just go and try and get some money. Sure, go Let's... do your own thing. Yeah, you know, swing that clout around. All right, free with party split. I have not named my greatsword clout, but that's a pretty good name for oh, a yeah, greatsword. You, you gotta get us off the hook with the feds, right? Clout is right? a good name. Oh, I, I We're could assuming be doing that you already that had now. a brief conversation oh. with the feds. So. Okay, yeah. so I already did that. So, I could go... Uh, There's certainly brew. things you could do to make money in a couple hours. Yeah, I could brutally murder some... I mean, uh, ask someone for money. Yeah, people always want mercenaries. Uh, yeah, so let's start with the Dockmaster folks. Uh, so, Rowan and uh, Virgil. The two of you are headed down to the Dockmaster? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess as we, like, make our way over there... I'm just kind of, like, ignoring Virgil. I'm still kind of, like, pissed off. Uh, I can still feel, like, the scar tissue on the inside of my cheek from where the nail punched in through my 
mouth, but like, you know, we're making short, curt conversation. Um, I guess you we know, get to the, yeah. You really got to be more careful on our ship. You're going to come into some real danger one of these days. <laughs> I, I kind of like just blink really rapidly and I ignore him. <laughs> <laughs> just have this like incredibly constipated look about myself um i know you got experience with the boats but there's no need to go showing off with fancy maneuvers that end up with nails in your face just keep it cool we're all friends here <laughs> <laughs> um i like it, it looks like i'm about to say something and then i just stop myself let's just go talk to the dock master um, and let's just go talk to the dock master. I don't want to have this conversation with you. All right. Sounds like a plan to me. Let's smoke a cigarette. All right. The dock master is sitting behind uh, a pretty big, heavy table. Um, you can see it started raining. Uh, it's, uh, it's a light drizzle, but, uh, in this corner of the world, light drizzles turn into heavy rainfall pretty fast. Uh, so it seems like the dock master is quickly trying to, uh, take all of her work off of the table and put it inside her uh, little shack behind her. That seems like it's the um, the place where she lives and works. Uh, there's a big, uh, like, reddish uh, light coming from inside the dock house um, that uh, signals that she's got all of her she's got her light on inside she probably has food that she's ready for but all of her papers and uh crap are stuck out in the rain because it looks like it's been a nightmare day to be a dock bass a dock master at this dock um so you catch her as she's scrambling to throw all of her stuff inside her trunks and wheel it inside her house hi there uh you look very busy but we i am in- thanks maybe tomorrow <laughs> Now listen here, we're paying customers. Give us a give us a moment of your ear. She looks up at you, double takes, and is like, Oh, paying hmm, paying hmm, paying customers. Yeah. That's right. How can I help you? You wanna smash my other dock? Ah, uh, I see you're still a little sour about that. Well No, <laughs> I'm peachy keen. Sorry about my captain. He's just very inexperienced and very inconsiderate of the, his surroundings and doesn't know what he's doing. But the dockmaster uh, looks over towards you with like glowing eyes, like she hasn't seen someone say something so nice all day. <laughs> uh, we're requiring as to um, uh, you seem to uh, you seem to know thing, a thing or two about ships, um, and we don't have. Uh, that much experience uh, dealing with really old uh, magical engines. Could you tell us a little bit about them? Uh, If you help me take this stuff inside, I'll tell you. What was your name again? She reaches out a hand and you see see that she is covered in tattoos on both her arms. Uh, My name is Raphael. Raphael. Pleasant, pleasant, pleasant. She kind of smiles at you and then grabs a, a chest and heaves it into your arms and says, take it inside. Just throw it on my bed. I do that. We also need to know about the part of the ship that makes it go fast. She hands you another chest and does not smile at you. 
<laughs> it's with a little bit of work that uh, the two of you help her uh, jam all of her stuff inside her house. Uh, it's a pretty small house, so it's hard to fit it all in there. Um, but uh, finally, she sits down and uh, and offers to make uh, you uh, tea if you'd like um, anything to drink. I sit down and take the tea. I'd love a stout black coffee. Uh, she looks at you and distinctly does not pour you a cup of tea. Uh, and then turns back to Rowan and says, So, uh, you were having trouble with your engine on your ship? That is a fine ship, I will say. Uh, it should be repaired within the hour. Thank you. Um, we were, uh, our uh, crew members are trying to get, gather fuel and uh, other things for boat right now can you tell us what you were ma- uh, what you were able to salvage uh well the the lower deck is salvaged though there was a lot of damage to the internal structure so the wall that separates the two rooms and the underside that's gone it's just a big open empty space right now um, and a lot of the pillows had water damage so we weren't able to save any of them hope that they weren't tragedy important is is it a tragedy one cannot have too many pillows when you're at sea. That is what I, I've decided to believe. Uh, ain't, 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 uh, yikes. Uh, she uh, now positions herself so that she her back is entirely to you, Virgil. Uh, and uh, Rowan, <laughs> she says, uh, well, it, uh, fuel, for sure. Uh, you can use stardust. That's the that's common fuel for ships like this. Um, yeah, harvest them from star elementals or from falling meteorites. Uh, that's the best, most compact, and most efficient fuel you're going to find. Um, runs you about 50 gold a vial, and that'll last you one day. Um, if Jesus you throw in multiple Christ. vials, uh, you'll go a whole lot faster, but it'll burn through fuel much quicker. Ugh. Is there any cheaper alternative fuels you can burn wood but that's going to take you hours not days uh that said the best way i think about it all you want to pack is enough stardust to get you to the next island you can harvest stardust there everybody's got it and everybody's selling it uh you uh you you don't want to hold on to too much because that does paint a bit of a target on your back um just have enough to keep yourself sailing to the next island and then pick up enough and move on that's what my old dad said but you don't need to leave so quick, do you? Uh, you you probably want to hang around here a little while. I could show you the ropes if you aren't doing anything, say, Thursday night at the at the tavern. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> can I can I do a perception check on this person? Uh-huh. Like, what are they getting insight. at? Insight. Insight. Sorry, insight. Oh, don't even know what I'm doing. Ten. She's asking you out on a date. Me? Oh my yes. god. <laughs> um we need to get out of here. I don't, I don't think uh, we have any plans actually. Nothing solid solidified. I I'm going to Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'm going to be busy, but my friend here Virgil is the captain of our ship and he would just love to her get, eyes narrow. <laughs> get a, you know, sightsee and you seem like the perfect person to you know offer this sort of hospitality to someone i i'm, I'm visibly trying to like get out uh-huh. of this conversation her real eyebrows quick. furrow and she says well as long as you're here as long as you're here she says looking at you uh i can show you around the ship and uh 
show you the uh the what we're able to salvage on it okay uh let's go virgil uh i mean let's go with you to uh take a look at around the ship yeah let's see what there is to see all right, and she uh, hops up and walks over out the door. Meanwhile, uh, Ishmael and Flaxen, um, the two of you uh, head away from the tailor's shop as well. Where are the two of you headed? To get food supplies. So probably like the market. Head to a bakery or a butcher. Butcher, yeah. Yeah, there'd be like two spots to get food. There's probably like the market down by the docks where it's not at the docks but it would be where they'd like sell food to people that are popping in on little boats for that the day super exciting um, uh and a lot of the guards from the prison would normally come here to hang out and get food um how would i know that do we like see them uh you probably would have heard about that at the prison oh then let's not uh, go there what's the other uh, option the, the other option would be uh, little mercantile shops that people who live in uh Modot or cove would go to those would be like the butcher the baker the candlestick maker so have I we mean, wait so what do we know about this cove have we heard things about it while at the prison you've heard of there's a place where sometimes guards would like slip out to get a bite to eat or uh take a special other guard on a date or you know retreat for a weekend to read their book or something this is that spot this is mo daughter cove um and uh it it's the only like real inhabitable place uh, as far out as uh as this um a lot of the other islands around this area are deserted um but uh this it's also a restock and resupply place so a lot of the prison food goes through here and is then shipped along to the prison I mean, it's fine. We don't look like prisoners anymore. And what are they going to do? Throw us back? I mean, yeah. I don't think that prison still exists. They don't know that. What are they going to do? They're going to incarcerate take us, us again. Back? That's a chance I'm willing to take. I'm starving. Not a chance I'm willing to take. I'll, well, I'll wait. If you want to go, go to the market. I'll just go yeah, back I'll- to the boat. If you insist, I'm going to snag whatever I can. Could use your help carrying it back. I'll, I'll wait in the streets and carry it back? Sure, maybe you'll run into uh, to Avalon or something. I guess. Good luck. All right. I'm going to just approach it like I'm not expecting to get thrown back in jail. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you head over to the market. Uh, it's a cozy little corner of the town uh, nestled between some tall buildings, a lot of colorful flags and warm smells and good foods are all around. Um, a lot of open stalls. Uh, some of them are selling more like uh, street food, vendor food for people to eat the day. And then it does look like there's some like uh, uh, larger carts that are just selling like bulk food supply for mm-hmm. to, to stock a ship kitchen. Great. Um, I'm gonna head up to the the food supply place. Um, get all some, right, some boat rations. Yeah, uh, there's a, uh, a beefy looking half orc behind the uh, the market stall uh, who kind of looks at you and eyes you a little funny. Uh, it 
you have not seen other half-orcs here. Um, you honestly mm. haven't seen a lot of half-orcs elsewhere out in the world. Outside of your islands, um, I mean, I think in general, uh, the half-orcs of this world are more insular, or at least they fight a lot with each other, as mm. you have participated in. Um, so, uh, and not just half-orcs, orcs, orcs too. Um, but the uh, uh, it's rare to see another half-orc this far outside of the islands. Um, and so, yeah, this one uh, uh, kind of eyes you funny uh, and says hey where are you from hey greetings i'm rex and flown i'm rex from and flown. Uh, yeah the name's rexon <laughs> i'm from the <laughs> came from uh aramore aramore Little island yeah oh uh that's uh that's a long ways off how'd you find yourself all the way out here well just passing through hoping to get some uh rations on the way running short on supplies you see passing through so you headed out to the b&b or the prison hope not no i'm gonna make my way back towards aramore so you came from the prison then sorry not many other places you'd pass through here i'm just making my rounds make me a deception check all right and that one he holds up his hands as if he's explaining something to you that should be very obvious and says see the whole world's a big triangle and oh. we're at the very, very tippy tip of it. So if you're passing through, either you're going from one edge of the world that way, that's around a mile that way, to the other edge of the world that way, that's if you're going north-south, or maybe you're heading east-west, which would mean you're going from the prison, which is the only thing to the west, to the east, where literally everything else in human existence is. Uh, well... I was just visiting the old bed and breakfast. Oh, visiting the bed and breakfast. And even better breakfast. Mm, what was your favorite part? Uh, the hospitality, for sure. Yeah. Nothing they do quite you well like, up at the B&B. Yeah, that's right. So how many folks are you traveling with? Uh, you know, if I need rations for, let's say, five people. Five people. How many days? Uh, you know, let's say, how much would it be if it were five days? Five days? Well, uh, it's cheaper for the near days and more expensive for the later ones, because I can give you fresh fruits and fruits for a uh, a traveler from the B&B, but around day four and five, you're going to be eating more uh, Salem-type food, you know, more tack and jerky, uh, since mean, that's what'll keep in this heat. Sure. How much are, how much are we talking well, if you're talking five people for five days, I could cut you a deal, you know, just between us half-orcs uh, for a mere uh, 25 gold pieces. Well, you see, I'm not carrying that much gold pieces. Ah, of course. Probably keeping it on your ship. Uh, or yeah, boat. and with the crew. Well, I can set it aside and start packing it here into boxes if you want to go and pick up the rest of your gold. Yep, sure. Sounds great. I will uh I will be back. All right. Meanwhile, Avalyn, you are walking through the streets. Uh what are you doing first? I'm looking around for uh somewhere where someone with my skills would be useful. So, um that would be uh well, a tavern would be a a, a logical choice. Um or any sort of uh, community, like town square, like gathering uh-huh. thing. Anywhere community where there centers, might be. So you can run some classes, run yeah, some yoga. Uh, 
Yeah, or anywhere with a bulletin board, basically. <laughs> yeah, there's, of course, a tavern. Uh, the Mo Daughter Tavern uh, is the only tavern in town, uh, and it sits on the uh, south end of the docks of the cove. All right. Um, I'm just going to stride in in all my fancy clothed glory yeah as you walk into the room you can tell immediately that you're pretty out of place uh elves of your stature and how you carry yourself are not common found around mo daughter in uh and uh the barman uh a surly chained uh fire elemental with two big fists flashes you a look um you can also see that there is a a particularly nasty fire elemental uh that is bound uh, a hellhound um that that is chained up near the door uh, that starts snapping at you as you enter. And the big fire spirit, um, she yells like, Hey, down, boy, down. I honestly nod approvingly at the, at the hellhound. I'm, I, I like fire elemental pets and, and I'm gonna uh, walk straight up to the, the bar. Um, and uh, I say, I am looking for uh, for short-term employment. So, do you have any any posted jobs that I might be able to take on? Hmm. Job board's been pretty quiet for a while, but uh, how good are you at punching things? Very. Well, the uh, uh, the Mo Daughter Inn used to have uh, another building. And I've been recently trying to to look into opening it back up again since we're getting so many travelers in these days. Uh, but uh, uh, quite recently, we had a bit of a scuffle and the whole thing torched down and a couple of rogue elementals got loose. Whole thing's mm. overrun with salamanders. I was wondering if maybe you could uh, uh, take a visit and cage them up. See if you can grab me my salamanders back and so we can rebuild that place. It's on the other so side of town. It's a you little hike, dead. shouldn't be a problem. No, no. Salamanders cost more than a pretty penny. I'll see what I can do. Do you have the cages and whatnot? Yeah, and sure. I'll, I'll grab them from the back room. Uh, and she's able to go back and pick them up. She does shout to you, Of course, uh, it may be a little risky. So I will say that you'll probably have to catch three of the fire elementals before three of them escape. And these oh, fire elementals, they have a difficulty of around 13 to catch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and of course, yeah. your your acrobatics, as well as your survival skills, might be used to capture these fire elementals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, fi- I figured that. Uh, okay. So I'm going to, like, heft some of this, heft these cages and mm-hmm. carry them over to the other side of town. All right. As you're walking through the town, you do see Ishmael Overcast uh, loitering by the side of the road. Ishmael, want to make huh? yourself useful? I'm. I am. I'm. I'm waiting for the food to carry the food. That's not useful. I'm. Uh, no? I'm. I'm capturing some salamanders for the for the innkeeper. Oh, he said he's pretty good. He said he'd need me though. Hey, 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 Flaxen. Look, look, look. We're we're going. Just what? just come on. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll be pushed. Um, yep, I just move you along, uh, and, uh, I explain the situation, um, in as few words as possible. Excellent. Uh, you explain it in five words before you fail at five other words, 
with the difficulty word. You approach the Mo Daughter Tavern Part 2 uh, on the south side of town, and you can see that uh, it's been certainly reduced to cinders uh, probably a year or two ago. Um, and the whole place is overrun by uh, snickering salamanders. The two of you who've probably interacted with um, fire elementals more than other people, since they did have salamanders in the uh, back at the, the school, and of course, salamanders all over the place back on your home island, Avalon. Um, know that elementals take two shapes. One would be something like the water cormorant, where it's, or or even the the starbirds, where it's they usually take animal forms. They can usually transform, um, and they're just kind of beings made of pure element. Um, the other form are a little more solid, and they're almost like a magical creature. These would be things like phoenixes, salamanders, hellhounds, um, you know, a dragon, a sylph, uh, a gnome, even all of these things are uh, creatures of their element purely. Um, But they have a little bit more corporeal form and some other abilities. And these salamanders are one of that category. Um, They can spit fire. uh, They can sometimes move through fire. So they're pretty nasty and hard to catch. Uh, So let's do a skill challenge. Three before three. So we're just catching them, right? Yes. So you're just catching salamanders. Are they heavier than 10 pounds? I'd say they're like eight pounds. Can I just pick one up with Mage Hand? Sure. Make me a uh, arcana or a spell attack roll with advantage. 21. 21. Absolutely. Yeah, you're able to foist a little salamander out of a, a stretch of chimney where it's been living for the past year or so. Um, and you jorp it into its cage. It lets out a little salamander cry. I am going to use athletics uh, to just rush one, pick it up, and chuck it into a cage. Oh, yeah. Nice dunk it into that cage uh that's a 22 22 yeah you sprint forward and you grab one with both hands and slam it into a cage before it has a chance to even react let's do successes uh i'm gonna try and uh sort of bat one into into a cage with the flat of my great sword um <laughs> to sort of sort of golf it in there uh-huh. um attack roll <laughs> yeah great so that's a 16 16. Uh, and with that, you whack uh, uh, the side of your salamander and it flies into the uh, third of your cages. Uh, having gotten notice now, um, the other salamanders bolt uh, into the nearby jungle. Uh, and the, uh, the place is totally evicted. Um, it's, uh, you've, you've cleared out the area. All right. I uh, heft the cages once more and uh, I turn to you, Ishmael, and say, well, uh, if you want to go back and help carry food, uh, you could do that, or, uh, you can come with me and talk to this innkeeper. How much are we making with this job? No idea. Well, good luck. <laughs> Some <laughs> amount of money. <laughs> Going back ask. to the food. All right. Um, so I trek back across town with these salamanders. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, eight pounds times three times three cages times walking across an entire town. That's heavy. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot of thing to carry. Uh, and it's pretty exhausting by the time you finally make it back to the, uh, the other side of the town with the tavern. As the five of you stand in your various corners of Mo Daughter Harbor at this point, you spy over the horizon the familiar view of the fog and in front of it a small black dot sailing directly towards you as fast as its little heart can take it uh that would be of course unglianne's ship well 
boat. Not ship. Her ship has no soul. Just like her. Ha. Oh, don't. Got her. (laughs) Wherever you are at, whether you're talking to the tavern keepers or at the docks or standing on the street, you can hear mutterings of people in town as they see the fog slowly rolling towards the city. People had heard tales from the travelers on the boats that fog overtook the prison, but the official story from Detectives Flute and Doozy was that the fog was part of an elaborate escape plan by Mondo Stones. So everyone has been expecting the fog to roll back, float away, turn into something else, or generally dissipate as Mondo Stones has escaped prison already. And no one knows quite what to do as it approaches. It's very foreboding. Where are we when we see it? Uh, y'all are in different places. So you and Avalyn are just coming back from clearing out the inn. Virgil and Rowan, you are down talking to the dockmaster uh, just outside your ship. And Flaxen, you are just leaving the market. You all spy this haunting view from different places. How's my storm glass doing? It is forever rotating back and forth, fog and fog and fog. When we escaped the fog, I'm assuming it went back to normal. Yes. And now, okay. Though, now as you're looking at it, uh, you haven't spent a ton of time with this storm glass. Uh, I don't know, how long did you have it after you stole it from your school? Not long. I was caught very quickly. So you haven't spent a ton of time with it. But one thing you've noticed as you've begun to look at this thing is that it almost looks like there's layers to the crystals inside the storm glass. So on the first layer, you can quite clearly see now, like, oh, it's it's a it's a jungle, slightly rainy day. But it's almost like you have to focus your eyes on different crystals as they're moving inside your storm glass to see this slow undulation of unending fog. And it is no longer hard to do that at all now because the fog is approaching. Oh. Alright, we need to get back to the boat. Looks like a storm's coming. At this, the Dockmaster turns over towards you. So let's hop to the Dockmaster story for a bit, and then we'll we'll join up in a second. Um, so, uh, the Dockmaster turns over towards you, Virgil, and says, Yeah, I, I, I'm sure you've heard of the storm, but that's a, pl- a ploy of Mondo Stone's famous criminal. Heard of him? Didn't think so. Uh, he uh, uh, cave- made that massive wave of fog to escape from prison. First person that's ever done so. The fog and escaping, that is, I assume. Uh, anyways, as I was saying, you, sir, uh, you're clearly the captain. Uh, would you uh, uh, answer a few questions for me? Gladly. No, not you, Swabby. Pardon? Deckhand. <laughs> traveling musician whatever you do it is clearly uh, low rank and lower in uh, pay well I hate to be a contradictor but I am the captain Mondo Stone did not make the fog and well he did escape from prison that part is true so contradictor on two of three accounts but that fog is coming for all of us and it, it doesn't mean to stop It'll be here how do you know? How, how do you know? How do you know? I've I've been in the fog, almost. I know how foggy <laughs> it can get. 
You don't. I also know how foggy it can get. It you sometimes gets quite do, foggy in the you mornings. Think you do, but you do not, my friend. All this while, I'm like standing behind the deck master, just like looking at you, Virgil, and like shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend here, who is not the captain, has seen this fog. He can tell you the same. Isn't that right, Rowan? My name is Raphael. Rowan? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, shit. The Dockmaster looks over at you. <laughs> Rowan? <laughs> That's my last name. That's what he calls me when he is feeling upstarty and, uh, you know, out of line. You serve this captain? That is right. I am wildly unintelligent, and she is the captain. He is the captain. <laughs> he is the captain. <laughs> <laughs> it's this bit we have going on. But uh, speaking of Mondo Stones, uh, we we heard that he was here in town not so long ago. Would you happen to know where he went off to? Ah, uh, he went sailing east. That's the rest of him. They the rest just of made a big hubbub, smashed up some of our stalls, uh, busted down any of the ships that were around here. Uh, I don't I don't mean to throw stones, but I think that he killed the other ship here. I think he sent someone to poison uh, that ship's soul, and that ship is dead. And oh uh, at God. that, uh, she looks over towards the only other uh, ship in the harbor. There's lots of other little fishing boats, but the only other big ship is uh, the one that Annalisa Overcast took. That's right. She's here. And with that, uh, she says, I wouldn't worry yourself. I'd say, get yourself a nice room in the Mo Daughter Inn uh, and wait this fog out. Don't want to be sailing in these kind of waters. Not with that rolling in. Here's the thing. Uh, we're trying to catch up to Mondo Stone. We have some unfinished business with that guy. And we need to hightail it out of here as soon as possible. Um, I'd recommend you do the same if you can. You said that Stardust was a really good fuel. If we can uh, track Mondo down and uh, make him pay for the damage he did here, would you be willing to lend us some Stardust? Lend you Stardust? Yeah. Make me a persuasion check of the century. 19. She thinks for a second. I will lend you Three vials of stardust. If you will pay me back at dinner on Thursday. <laughs> Very persistent. I, I try not to make like a face at this. I say, sure. Um, but, you know, I treat a girl right. And I feel like, you know, you've been working so hard here at the docks. I'd like to take you somewhere nice. How about we meet on the next island east where we're headed? Um, get yourself out of here. I mean, you know, meet me there this Thursday and we'll make a night out on town that Thursday night. All right. My, my ship's not going to my boat's not going to sail as fast as yours. So I'd have to like take off today. I recommend you do that. You know, take some time off. Your men have got this under control. Actually, no. Give your men a day off. You know, recommend... I'd recommend that you recommend to them. They take a change of scenery, if they can. All right. Well, maybe they can head up to the farms on the other side of the island. There's some pretty views there. Yeah, definitely. 
all right. Thanks she for says, the looking at you, kind of smiling, and and uh, fishes around in her bag and uh, hands you three vials of stardust. Uh, and then she says, "Whoa!" And the the last piece, uh, I will say that uh, there was some damage to the uh, uh, ship in the process. So I think it's formally custom for the uh, uh, captain to uh, carve the maidenhead themselves. So uh, and she hands a knife to you. Um, we 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 procured some pretty quali- high quality wood. Maybe you can carve it and uh, and stick it up on there uh, while you're aboard the ship. Oh, thanks. Um, I've never uh, sailed on a ship with a soul before. Is this going to hurt them? No, no. They'll be. Uh, I mean, they'll be a little panicky until they have no like form to take. So they'll probably be a little flighty and probably pretty forgetful. So you might want to get a main head on them pretty soon or else they might be a nightmare to talk to. But uh, right. Cool. Shouldn't be a problem. Not until you fasten it to the front of the ship. Cool. Um, thanks. Let's let's go swabby. I <laughs> look at Virgil. <laughs> All right. Flaxman, where are you at? Um, so I see the fog. Mm-hmm. Standing still next to the the market fellow, yeah. Um, and I say, you know what? Uh, why don't you just help me carry this stuff to my boat, and I'll give you the gold when we get there. Ah, uh, you know, I don't want to leave the cart behind. Uh, we're in a big hurry. I mean, just a make or break deal for you. Uh, I gotta go, or make it thirty gold. Fine, thirty gold. All right, yeah, just hop behind, just hop with me, and, and let's push the cart down to the docks. All right, let's go. Uh, all right, the two of you are able to get the cart down to the docks pretty easily, uh, and you see the dockmaster uh, with a strange smile on her face uh, walking down the docks towards uh, a pretty little boat. Uh, it's kind of a little fishing boat, looks pretty rustic, but charming. It's got a big blue painted hull and two nice sails, uh, and she begins to like uh, fasten it up and uh, unmoor it from the dock. Sweet. Help. Uh, and yeah, and yeah, you approach the uh, uh, the end of the dock where you can see uh, your captain and uh, your other captain are aboard the the newly repaired. Uh, how am I feeling? Hey guys, help me get this onto the ship. It's uh, it's a little steep. It's thirty gold, but damn, we look like we're running on a bit of a time constraint here. All right, let's get it on deck. Fog's rolling in. Also, I think I have a date. I don't know how he got into this, but whatever. Yeah, you did real well for yourself back there. I'm impressed. <laughs> Please don't congratulate me. This is not what I wanted. <laughs> All right. Um, is everyone here now? Uh, no. So uh, you head back towards the tavern, Avalon. Um, yes. And inside, you can hear there's some pretty raucous conversation. Uh, as uh, in once inside, you hear that everyone's talking about the fog. Of course, most people are saying that Mondo Stones is coming back. They're gonna wreck down the uh, tavern and bust up anyone that tries to get in his way and steal all their gold and their money. And their uh, uh, one of them, who's a particularly frantic-looking uh, priestess, uh, says that Mondo Stones has come back to steal her tea. Hmm. Well, I'd like to ignore all of this nonsense and walk directly to the bartender. Uh, all right. Yeah. The bartender the is consoling uh, the priestess who is uh, concerned about her uh, cup of tea. Uh, oh, and uh, the bartender looks up at you and says, all right, so you did it. Yeah. Three, uh, three salamanders as 
requested. The rest seem to have scattered. A lot of elementals are doing that, I might say. Uh, bunch just bolted off this morning without paying for their rooms, headed off north or east. Mm. Told me nothing. Uh, one of them <laughs> wouldn't have happened to have been a giant stone person. You are right. What are? You, how do you know him? Well, you hear things about Mondo Stones. At this, her face goes a ghastly white, even though she's a fire elemental, white hot. Her face goes white hot, and she, she kind of looks and says, like, that was Mondo Stones? So I've heard. Good God. Well, better that he's out than in, I guess. Yeah, here's your payment, and she hands you a bag. How much is in the bag? A solid 30 gold pieces. Ten for each salamander. All right. I uh, look around the room, seeing the number of people in here. I think it's probably not worth my time to try and get more out of this person. So I uh, leave with the gold. All right, make me a perception check. Eleven. All right, as you walk out of the room, you do not hear the innkeeper telling the priestess, uh, what a rube. Ha! Those things will fetch a hundred apiece on the market. Oh, boy. Well, leaving, I uh, can see the fog approaching. I'm standing and, outside the door, too, uh, uh, waiting for you to get your money thing done, so I'm also out here looking at the fog. Yeah, yeah, and I I just nudge you and, and say, we should hoof it. Yeah, let's go. And we hoof it. And you hoof it. Uh, you hoof it through the briars, and you hoof it through the brambles, and you hoof it through the places the rabbits wouldn't go. It's uh, uh, past the temple. You can see that a lot of people are crowding towards the temple. Uh, the uh, There's uh, a chant going inside uh, to Modotter, um, the great sea serpent that guards these islands. Um, and uh, and people are kind of flocking, asking for Modotter to protect them uh, against Mondo Stones when he returns. Can I make a perception check as we're walking back to our boat to look for signs of anyone who was on my sister's boat? Absolutely. Twelve. You look around for people that you try and remember from the scrying bones uh, with gramps in, that you uh, viewed for your sister's boat. You don't see them, but you do see a forecaster from a weather station who is uh, shouting in panic and yelling, uh, That damn overcast! She'll be the death of all of us! Uh, I... Pause my walking so I can listen to more. Uh, okay, he's yelling at uh, someone who it seems to be like uh, not an not an intern, but like a, a stable hand, but for balloons uh, and uh, a squire, I guess. Oh, some Assi- apprentice, assistant, intern. Yeah, an assistant. Briefly, when you said it. balloons, I definitely imagined like a stable but he has like a helium canister <laughs> and some string yeah no for uh for traveling balloons uh for weather mages um and uh and you can see that this uh this older forecaster certainly not a true weather mage but someone who just mans dials and is able to um read information that might be sent from more austere uh weather mages um he's got a cat that's down next to him uh that he pets uh, but he's uh, he's chewing this person out, saying that uh, he's incensed uh, that that damn overcast uh, stole their only balloon. Okay. I continue on to my boat. 
the last thing you do here, uh, as you uh, are wandering away, uh, is the uh, squire, or the assistant, uh, finally at the very end getting an edge word in, uh, saying that uh, he's got to leave uh, because he has an urgent message uh, for Bonagus. <laughs> Oh, Bonagus. <laughs> All right, I right. stop and I backpedal. <laughs> uh-huh. I I like I do a massive face palm and I approach yeah, this. So so does the uh, the the forecaster who says Bonagus? Bonagus? A bone I, elemental named Bonagus. <laughs> I You can I do better stop. than that, chumpy. I, I stop and and go why why are you stopping? We need we need to leave. I use Bonagus as my pseudonym. That's something for me. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not wasting my time with this. Be on the ship soon. <laughs> I approach I the leave. young squire, lad. Uh, okay, the forecaster looks at you uh, angrily, as if Hello. you're interrupting a chewing out that he's been uh, venting a lot of his other frustrations Forgive into. Forgive me for interrupting. I happen to overhear you're looking for Sir Bonagus. I'm his, uh, his squire. I can take any message to him. Oh, that's great to hear," says the squire, uh, and says the the assistant. And the uh, the forecaster looks at you with beady eyes and uh, uh, kind of shrieks, "Squire, I don't believe a word of it." I'm sorry to hear that. What's the message? Make me a good old fashioned deception check. It's funny that he would say that. <laughs> Fifteen. Squire Bonagus? Who is this Bonagus? Is he part of Annalise's crew? She yeah, stole my only of, balloon. You haven't heard of Bonagus Sunshine? He's a legendary bone elemental weather forecaster. Works for weather my, forecaster? Works. I haven't heard a word of it. And I know everyone. I've got the cards. He holds up uh, a handful of uh, weather elemental or weather mage cards uh, that weather he has mage in his cards? chest pocket. Yeah, you mean like of business cards or baseball cards? No, like baseball cards. Oh. That forecasters might collect. Well, Weather mages what? are famous. What? Do you what? have a card? No. <laughs> I dropped out of college. <laughs> oh, <Who's> yeah, that's. <laughs> I. I'm speechless at this information. Um... <laughs> Was he like a forecaster or an adventurer? That I'd believe, but not a full-fledged weather mage. I've, I've read the books. Listen, I'm afraid there's not too much time to explain, as I must be on my way to catch up with my lord Sunshine, as he's leaving soon. Can I deliver a message to him? Of course, to my lord Sunshine, says the assistant, and the forecaster shrieks uh, and does a little, like, jump in place. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but it gives things. you a chance uh, to talk to the squire while he's busy shrieking. And the squire says, yes, yes, I had a message uh, for Lord Bonagus Sunshine, yes. although I just heard the Bonagus part, from Annalisa Overcast. Yes, go on. Uh, she said um, she's requisitioned a balloon and is sailing off herself. The mission that the two of you spoke of, she is now to pursue with the greatest of energy. Does that mean anything to you? Uh-uh. <laughs> what the mission that we agreed of. Yeah, the person that she was looking for, she wouldn't give me a name. Oh, she's doing what? She's pursuing with... Can you just repeat that? Yeah, she is pursuing with the greatest of passion the person who she is seeking that she talked to you about. Okay, okay, yes, yes, that is extremely helpful. Thank you. Sure, I... who, who is it? Oh, it, 
it doesn't matter. Is it Lord Bonagus? Thank you for delivering this message. I shake this intern's hand and I give him a gold. She also wanted to say that if you uh, if you happen to cross uh, any means of communication, she would like to speak to you post haste, and she may in fact be setting up her own means of communication uh, with Bonagus soon. So. Excellent. Let him know that uh, she may be dropping in uh, to speak to him at some point. Uh-huh. All right. Th- thank you very much. And and she wanted to have you, and she and at this point, the, the assistant is very excited uh, and is taking full control of the conversation. Yeah, I'm growing more and more uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and she wanted Bonagus to have this rune, um, and she holds up a small... Uh, the assistant holds up a, a small stone that has a little rune on it, and the rune looks like uh, it has something like message written on it. Oh. Um, she should be able to contact Bonagus through this rune, so uh, please make sure that he gets it. If uh. she, uh, if if Bonagus doesn't, then um, then there will be no means of communication, and of I'm course. sure Annalisa will want to drop in in person. Uh, that th- that's very important. Thank you very much. I take the rune, and and also. Um, I would love to, if there was any, I, I don't know if there are, but if Bonagus did have potentially any, um, whether mage cards made about him, I would love to have one signed. I would love to give you that signature when he gets one. And then I turn around and leave. (laughs) I just, I, I leave. I peace out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you peace out. Uh, I catch back up to Avalyn and I'm just like face palming with both of my hands and like shaking my head back and forth and saying, I don't know what I've done. Hmm. What did you do? Invented a famous <laughs> weather forecaster who doesn't have a baseball card. And now a small child what? believes in him. What's baseball? Good question. (laughs) Cut. (laughs) Go to somewhere else. (laughs) All right. And uh, with that, the two of you, as you're talking about this, arrive down at the dock uh, where you can see uh, your ship, the How Am I Feeling, uh, has been quite well repaired uh, in quite a short amount of time uh, based on the condition it was in when you last saw it. It's been a couple hours uh, at this point. And that's uh, more than a couple hours. There's a short rest in there. Uh, but the uh, uh, hole has been repatched and repaired uh, and is shine- shining with a fresh coat of paint. Uh, the name of the ship is emblazoned on the side of the uh, the hull. Um, you can see that there is a just block of wood um, and the maidenhead is gone. Um, there's a new wheel, um, a whole new mast, uh, a f- one on the front and one on the back, new sails. Um and uh, it appears the hole in the top of the ship has been fixed as well. Uh, great. Where's our crew? Uh, they're all on the deck of the ship at the moment. How are we supposed to get into the pillow? We can room? walk up onto the deck of the ship. Great. Yeah, we go on the deck of the ship. <laughs> all right. What are the three of you doing on the deck of the ship right now? Uh, sorting provisions. Yep. Flats there's five the days provisions. worth of food. Um, fresh food is five days fresh fruits of and food vegetable for or five people. Five days for five people, correct. Um, there's fresh fruits and vegetables and stuff in the early boxes, and then it gets a little more um, seaworthy once you get in the later boxes. I uh, I walk forward and toss the pouch full of 30 coins at, uh, at you, Flaxen. All right. I catch those coins. I say, how much did the uh, 
How much did the food cost? It was uh, it was thirty gold. All right. Well, then you can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nah, looks like we broke even. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of that. Well, we're repaired. We've got rations. Are you guys ready to head out? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We managed to get uh, Stardust's fuel for the ship. Stardust? Yeah. According to the Dockmaster, this is what they use on this island. It's the best they got. Uh, much more efficient than wood by any case. We got three days worth of it, I believe. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Rowan. How far away is the next island? Great question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great question comes from the block of wood that's at the front of the ship. Um, And the three of you that are on the boat on the ship, it's and have been on the ship for a while, um, have been dealing with the the ship's personality uh, having no form to take. Uh, It's kind of ricocheting around, and it's not taking. It's it's popping into the wheel and spinning it around with wild abandon. It pops into the mast and whips the, the mast back and forth. Uh, and uh, uh, it's uh, it, it kind of shrieks from up in the crow's nest. I don't know where the next place is. Great. Can I make a history check for that? Sure. Okay. That's a 17. A 17. Uh, you vaguely recall that uh, there are several islands in the Modotter chain uh, that sit in around this area um, that form kind of a natural blockade to anyone trying to escape the prison. Um, there's a couple other islands uh, somewhere between two to three days from here uh, at an average sailing speed at a normal sailing speed of like uh, 10 knots, um, barring wind conditions. The uh, the specific nature of those islands, though, you do not know. You'd need charts or something to in order to figure that stuff out. What day is it? Yeah. Uh, today is Tuesday. Ooh, only two days till your big date. <laughs> your big date? Oh, Rowan. Don't, date? don't ask about it here. I, like, shove the... I shove the magical knife thing at uh, Virgil. Um, what do why I don't do you carve us, carve up us a new figurehead? This one, like, it's going crazy right now. We really need to get a move on. What should I carve? Uh, I'm good at ducks. Hell yeah! <laughs> what, yeah. What's our what's our mascot <laughs> animal? Personally, I like phoenixes, but. Phoenix, That's just duck. Me. We could all kind of pick one thing. Family, that could get confusing. We could all pick one thing and I'll incorporate it into the carving. <laughs> I mean, it could be like a let's get a multi-headed bird, self something. Yeah, like some kind of chimera bird. Yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Six geese necks coming out of one geese body oh with different God. bird heads I think on it. Krakens yes. are pretty cool. Krakens are Krakens cool. are Krakens cool. are cool. I've always been partial to sea cows myself. We could, we could drive a sea cow boat. Yeah, that let's get some. Cool. <laughs> I've never seen a sea cow. I've just seen a, a regular cow. Then you've pretty much seen a sea cow. They're <laughs> not that different. It's called the a cow swim. Where you're from? Yeah, they got them little flippers instead of hooves. Aw, hmm. aw. I, I, I like, us up a sea cow. Um, I like seagulls. 
We could do like a sea cow with some kraken tentacles and like a seagull beak. How's that sound? <laughs> how, about, how about? I'm fine with just picking beak, one animal. Like, like wings would make more sense. Okay. Like a flying sea cow. Yeah, a winged sea cow. We don't need the tentacles. No tentacles. <laughs> Maybe we could give him like some cool sunglasses or, or something. Just like one tentacle. Yeah, cool sunglasses. <laughs> Our boat's a cool guy. I think one tentacle is more uncomfortable than many tentacles. <laughs> just, just a single one? Just yeah, a single tentacle it's like, right I on don't want to think about where yeah, the placement terrible. of it is at, you know. Yeah, no, I don't like that either. Um, I, kinda like I do have a question. I do have a question, though. This date, like a court date? <laughs> oh, or no, 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 no. Like, oh, no, 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 shut up, shut up. Evelyn, have you never been on a date before? Uh, oh, you go. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about your court I mean, date. I, I have been on dates before. I was set up a number of times with other noble people. Are you, you telling me you're in trouble with the law? <laughs> Are we all? <laughs> I'm yeah. Just, I'm just that your steering yes. wheel shrieks in like screeish laughter. I'm just messing yes. around. I'm surprised that the rest of you don't have court dates unless they've come and gone already. I think mine was scheduled was was going to be scheduled. Uh, I was two weeks out, but uh, you know, I think the the warden's daughter conveniently forgot that I was supposed to be in a void cell and just never dealt with it ever again. Well, mine's in two weeks, and apparently may not have been supposed to be a, at the prison, so it might actually exist somewhere. Else. You're not actually going to go, are you? The whole. The whole point of being on this boat is that we're we're running yeah, from all we that broke stuff. Out. I'm still making up my mind about it. Where where do you think it is? With my luck, somewhere close to my family. And if any of them are there, I don't stand much of a chance of actually making it out alive afterwards. So, you know, um I would highly recommend you don't do this then. Yeah, well, Again, we have- I'm considering it. Uh, Look, anyhow, this this date of yours, not a court date, so it's a courtship sort sort of thing. No, it's it is also a court date. <laughs> ignore ignore Virgil. I have a court date with it's one of them someone. Court dates so, that include candles. So this is dinners. not an evaluation of a potential uh, life partner. No, hey, you never know what could happen. How old are you, Rowan? Oh God! How old am I? It's been so long. Do I do I celebrate birthdays? Yeah, I do. Um, let's say I'm 32. Are you? You're an attractive fellow, right? Yeah. But uh, I have I made mistake. I have someone waiting for me. Uh, I just really need the starters. We need to get off this island. Let's 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 look at the fog coming in. Come on, guys. All <laughs> let's right. Go. All right. Uh, do, do we need to like go ahead you're not gonna wear your hair like that are you to the date <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with my hair there's nothing wrong with it per se but there's nothing right about it either it, could, it could, could get a nice a good cleaning <laughs> I feel really judged right now Maybe and shave? I just wanna I, a shave wouldn't do any hurt either look I ain't <laughs> I'm Wait, I don't have facial you. hair. We're all oh, on your mind. side. <laughs> We're all on your side. 
thank you. I do not look any of you in the eye, and I just go immediately to the engine room to pour in some Stardust so we can get moving. <laughs> do we know where we're going? Uh, no. Actually, Sorry. we can figure out one thing. We can assume that Mondo knows where he's going. And if we follow him, that will hit land. Yes. Yes, that's right. We should be following him. Can um, we... S- maybe we could... He, you it, cannot currently see Mondo. Mondo left the harbor earlier this morning. Uh, and yeah, he uh, has left the harbor and has sailed east, but has sailed over the horizon now. I guess, um, I mean, no east is really the only direction to go at this point. Maybe if we well, go after him, we've got Stardust on our boat. Maybe we can catch him. Well, we need to hit land within three days, though. You know, um, that's a valuable supply that maybe we should get before we leave this island is like a sea chart. Yeah, that was a huge oversight. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need I, that. Stardust uh, in the I engine, we're running. marching over to the Dockmaster's uh, office. Great. Oh, you march over go. towards the Dockmaster's office, and it has a sign that says closed. And in oh, fact, you there. can actually see that there's no one working the docks today. Oh, is there anyone? So there's no one around me? No. I mean, just people at ships that are frustrated because there's no one to help them with their boats. But yeah, <laughs> it looks like everyone has been given the day off. The dockmaster's just gone. Oh, I put my back into it and shove the door open. Maybe <laughs> 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 a strength save. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a 14. A 14. Oh, yeah. You're able to bust the door open. Inside, you can see that there's uh, a, a tiny little water bird, uh, a tiny little water elemental with little manacles on its feet. Looks like a canary. Uh, and it cheeps Aww. up at you and says, intruder, intruder, intruder. I, I just look down and say, stop that. <laughs> no, you're an intruder. You're not my master. Um, I sort of raise. Is it on the floor? Uh, the bird. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hopping around on the floor. I sort of raise my foot in an implicit "I will step on you if you don't stop" motion. It it shrieks and like scuttles around in little spirals, uh, and then dives under the bed, and then it goes. <laughs> Good enough. I I look around for any charts. <laughs> right, you rummage through this person's house to steal from them. Make me an mm-hmm. investigation check. They won't be needing it soon. Um, that's an eleven. An eleven. As you look through, you can see the place where the charts would be. Uh, it looks like whoever was in this place and left probably took their navigation maps with them because they left on a boat. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, uh, Avalyn, give me a what? knife. I need a knife to cut ropes with. For when I inevitably get stuck in cool. them. I, I, there, I yeah, mean, there's, this is there's, a, there's definitely this knives a, in this house. Is this a house? Yeah, yeah. Is, that means there's a kitchen. Yeah, I just like grab a couple knives. I don't want a, a kitchen knife. knife. <laughs> um, I, I, got I, kitchen knives. Like, I get you like the largest like, he brings the wooden block knife with possible. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to just take like the whole... You a butcher knife? You just steal I'm, I'm, from this poor woman's kitchen... She just is not nice coming back. She's not coming back. House is going to be overrun She's by fog. Yeah, might as well save something. It might as well be the knife block. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Uh. So yeah. I just. I just pick up the entire knife block. Um. Do I see any other like valuables? 
Might as well save them. Uh, sure. Yeah, in your investigation, you can see that there's a little money chest um, that's probably all of her life savings. Uh, it's shaped like uh, a little owl. Um, and there's a couple, there's a, there's actually one thing you immediately identify. There is a beautiful plant. Um, and, uh, the plant sits, uh, on, uh, next to the window and you know, this plant as a purely alchemical creation, um, totally magical. Um, but the, uh, the, the magic about this plant is, uh, it was invented by a magician who liked the idea of money growing on trees. Uh, and so intermittently it grows money, grows gold coins, not a lot, but, uh, enough that it's a, a fun gift to give someone for Christmas. Uh, wow. I am a, a million percent taking that back to the <laughs> ship. Also <laughs> the money chest. Does um, for $3.99, you can buy 20 gems, which will allow you to double the output of the gold. Uh-huh, it's true. Does it grow electrum? <laughs> it does not grow electrum! <laughs> you said well, not a lot of money! I would assume electrum. <laughs> How are we going to spend money? Electrum <laughs> <laughs> is worth negative dollars. <laughs> this is where you would introduce electrum. This is like the perfect place. No! Yes! <laughs> no, Electrum I mean, is only brought- used on Electrum Island, and that place is full of the worst people. <sighs> God. It's Arc Aramor. 17 that we're going to be on, and it's really going to be a bummer. No one's going to have fun. My favorite kind of game. All right. Well, with all of these uh, goods in hand, I walk back to the ship, and I, I sort of grumble and go, well, no charts. But uh, I did find this uh, money-growing plant and this money, Sorry, and what? I found all these knives for you. Yeah, this plant grows money. Um, did, did he just did he just ransack the dock master's home? Yes, and I take the knife block and say, "Thanks." She's not here. She's not gonna like the fog's gonna roll in in like a couple hours, and even if she was here, she would die. So, um. She doesn't need this crap. You can return they, it they, to her on her date. Oh, fuck. Okay, they didn't leave a long time ago. Can I take out my spyglass and see if they're still in range so I can follow um, them? It, you pull out a spyglass, and you actually can't see the Dockmaster's boat. Uh, they're probably hugging the island, and they've already skirted around the outside of the edge. Got it. Ooh, I, I want to do something. I want to climb up the crow's nest. While everyone's kind of talking. And I want to look into the sky to see if I can see a balloon. Oh, nice. Uh, you you can't see it with your naked eye. Um, do you have the spyglass? Uh, I, I can I toss will... it up. Or yeah. I give it up. Okay. I, I'm not tossing it. I mage I, hand to take it from you. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, you can mage hand it up uh, and look with your spyglass. Make me a perception check. It is a ways off if it is off. Fifteen. 15, you spy it. It is sailing due east, and it's moving at a pretty fast clip. Probably, you'd guess, around 20 knots. I Um. shout back down. I found something to follow. We need to go that way. And I point in that direction. Yeah, you're pointing northeast. Oh, northeast. Northeast. All right. You heard him. So do we need to, like... Carve this boat before we leave? Oh, I've been carving this whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know what it is yeah, that you're carving. Are... I've can been we just attempting... decide on one animal? Sure. Instead of a hybrid? Can, can I put a sketch up and see what you guys think of it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, what's in this owl chest? 
it's her life savings. Uh, at the bottom, you can see there's a lot of copper, which she probably saved as a child. Oops, um, a is that an owl with fangs? No, it's not. It's supposed <laughs> it's to be a, a sea cow with wings. <laughs> That's a manatee with I don't wings. Know, I don't know what a sea cow looks like. They I look love like, it. They look like manatees. Um, they look okay. like sea cows are manatees. They're um, bigger. So it, they, they, it looks like that, but without the fangs. Oh, okay. I thought Dude. it was like a walrus or something. It Oops. has whiskers instead of fangs. It could have both. Oh, that's even better. Ours could have fangs. Yeah, I like fangs. Scary. Fangs are good. I like this a lot. Ah, uh, uh, yes, the saber-toothed manatee. Saber-toothed winged manatee. <laughs> the boat has that's... been getting pretty anxious while you're carving it, uh, and is saying, are you done? Are you done? <laughs> so, so, a bunch of copper... Uh, a bunch of copper at the bottom, and then it moves up to silver. You can see there's uh, on one of the pieces of silver uh, is written in ink, um, "Happy birthday from your aunt." Uh, I know you're saving up for that trip you've always wanted to go on. Uh, k- keep this in your heart forever and always. Um, and then there's a little mixed messages there. Yeah, like 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 use this to to spend it on something, but also keep it forever. It's true. I mean, I mean, it's her aunt. Give her yeah. the notes. Uh, and in total, you find, uh, let's say, 83 gold pieces, seven silvers, and four coppers. I'm put converting that, the coppers to gold. Put that in the group fund. So we had 59, and we just got how much? 83? God damn. 80, it was at 87... Point six four. Yep. Let's just round down, or up. Sure. <laughs> I will take the silvers and coppers <laughs> if you guys don't want them. So, are you carving the flying manatee? All right, it's just about done, uh, and you're still holding the knife in your hand uh, when uh, the manatee kind of blinks its eyes and looks over towards you. It says, "Thank goodness." Oh. <laughs> It's... Oh, I was you... feeling so very exhausted from running around with nobody. <laughs> Do all ships have a lisp, or just this one? I think just no, this one. No, it's just me. I'm very old. No need uh, to be rude. All old <laughs> things have lisps. It is true. How do you? How? Right. How? How are you feeling? How am I feeling? Uh. How how am I feeling? <laughs> he flaps his wings around and kind of waves his stubby little legs. And he's like, ah. I feel excellent. Here, let me see. And uh, his face pops away and you see almost like a tiny little door knocker. Um, the little manatee appears on the wheel and he kind of looks around. Um, and then he pops up on the deck and then he pops down below decks and he pops into the X-pillow room. Um, and then he pops back onto his face and he's like, Yes, this will, this will do quite nice. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Let's make some hastes. Yes, indeed. Uh, I should we go now? It seems like another sip is the prothring. Oh, heck. Hold uh, up. Oh. How close are they? Uh, from on top side, you can see that Unglian's ship or Unglian's boat, uh, is approaching. She's probably got a couple miles between her and the fog at this point. Um, and, uh, you can see what's propelling her ship so quickly, uh, sailing in front of and around her boat are 
hundreds, if not thousands of tiny skeletal fish on which wow. the boat is riding like uh, its own personal wave. What the fuck? Like, well, she's probably like the, fine. Like, like the crabs in the third parts of the Caribbean movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good yeah, reference. Great film. Yeah. Great flick. Uh-huh. What a thing. Uh, Remember when they were yeah, all in the that, whirlpool? What a movie. It exists. They're getting married. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That great yeah. speech that Kate had. Do you think she's one. fine? There was a speech? She, yeah, she seems, seems more than fine. And in fact, you hear her voice echo from her ship, magically amplified, uh, and it uh, shouts across the harbor, and she yells, Thieves! Scoundrels and miscreants! By the name of my father, I order you to stop that ship! Uh, and uh, uh, rising out of the tides, you can see uh, skeletal fish floating into the air, forming a hand pointing at your boat. You know, I was going to be nice to her. Oh, fuck her, man. Let's just get out of here. Yeah. yeah, let's uh, let's not let, don't do what she says. <laughs> time, time to go. Don't stop start the, the ship. engine. I agree. Yep. Start the ship. How do we start the uh, ship? Uh, throw the, Stardust oh, into the engine. Stardust is in Stardust there. And then some ignition. Oh, Rowan put the Stardust in a while ago. Uh, yeah. Ignition. Let's go, Evelyn. Oh yeah, I toss fire into the into the furnace. All right, with that, it explodes with a. Uh, and you're thrown back a couple of steps uh, and in fact you see like uh, the shadow on the wall next to you like slides down the uh, side of the the hold uh, as it tries to get away from the furnace uh, and you hear the the scratching creature kind of freaking out being like whoa oh, no, uh, no and uh, <laughs> the uh, the big furnace which used to be a cat face uh, now just has two tiny little fangs up top and two sleepy looking eyes uh, uh, as it appears to mirror the manatee that was uh, up topside, uh, as well as some like drawings of uh, angel wings off to its left and right. Uh, and uh, its eyes almost alight uh, as uh, uh, the ship uh, fuels up uh, and, uh, and the manatee turns around from the top uh, and turns over uh, towards Rowan and says, well, would you like to steer or would you like me? I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll take, uh, whatever, take charge uh, then of the ship. wheel me around. I wheel it around the island. Okay, uh, and with that, your ship cha- takes off like a bolt. Uh, were you putting one flask of stardust in, or how many were you putting in to start? Okay, how you'll be moving pop- at 10 knots for the first, uh, for one day from the time that you put it in. Uh, and it takes off like a jet moving much faster than Unglian's ship uh, who is shouting at the top of her lungs uh, each one of your names uh, and how you are all uh, violent hysterical people that escaped the prison uh, and uh, by the name of her father the warden she will hunt you down to the other end of the earth Uh, How, how close is her ship to ours? Quite far. You guys are moving so much faster okay. than hers. She's got a boat, not a ship. Uh, I just want to watch her ship with the spyglass on the crow's nest as we, as we sail away. All right. You watch it, and you can see the skeletal fish all fall back into the water uh, as you crest around the south end of the island out of view in the same way that uh, Mondo's ship went. 
and the rising island, uh, the the island rises up between uh, the two of you, and so you uh, manage to keep her in sight until the very last moment, um, when you can see uh, that she uh, initially looking furious and angry, outrunning the fog, um, looks to her right towards the dead ship, and she gets a gleam in her eye like she has an idea. What dead ship? The ship that... The one that your uh, sister had taken. Yes, that Mondo Stones had poisoned. Got it. She gets a gleam in her eye. What is she going to do? Make a bone ship? Make a ghost ship? Mm. Make a dead... It doesn't have a soul. And you wheel out of view of Mo Daughter Cove. Uh, the sea opens up in front of you, uh, and you see nothing in front and nothing behind except the island. Uh, and it's as clear and as open a sky as you have ever seen, um, on the open waves. How's the fog doing? The fog, it is moving slowly, ever ever forward at a pace of five knots, so it seems. It looks like it's maybe a few hours outside of Mo Daughter Cove, but once it arrives, there's no ships there that's fast enough to outrun the fog at this point. So it's anyone that's still there is counting their final hours. And the fog will roll over the docks and the boats and the ships and the tailors and all the other uh, little corners of Mo Daughter Cove. I feel like I should have warned more people. And what would they have done? There aren't any boats for them to leave on. Is that what we need to do now? Start warning people? I don't know. I just feel a little guilty. You can't feel guilty. You saved me. You You're saved worth, your own skin. You're worth a thousand islands. Aw, <laughs> <All> thanks. Aw. <laughs> the only way to keep going is to keep going. And we did, so don't fret. Let's just get somewhere nice and uh, have a second to calm down for a sec, okay? That's sage advice. Let's all go up into the crow's nest. (laughs) (laughs) And that's an ending, folks.